Now, The Crowncast with your host, Murray Brookshaw. Welcome to The Crowncast, episode 44 with General Manager Bill Kelly. Hey, it's been a minute since we spoke. Great to have you back. Thanks, Murray. Yeah, it has it has been too long. It's been too long. At the time of our recording, right now it's U.S. Open week. The first round is underway, and now they're known for their high rough. And for a while, we had some U.S. Open uh, rough here, but uh, it's calmed down now, right? Yeah, we we did. We um, you know we had a little bit of a combination of some perfect growing weather, believe it or not, a little bit of rain and kind of 16, 17 degrees is perfect growing weather. A little bit of fertilizer. Uh, we raised the rough uh, just a little bit to. See um, if we could could make the turf a little bit healthier. Uh, we did. It was very healthy, and uh, we have cut it back a little bit. We've dropped the mowers down a little bit. Uh, we will probably raise them a little, a little bit uh, in the summer, in the heat of summer, uh, once the grass dries out a little bit more. It will be higher, but it'll also be a lot more playable than it was earlier. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, when I told you about that about a month and a half ago, you said, well, just don't hit it in the rough. And uh, very good advice, teacher. Well, that's right. I, I don't hit it in the rough very often, so I really never notice. Seriously, though, Colin and his crew, they've been doing a great job with the golf course. It really does look amazing. When the sun shines, holy cow. When the sun shines, that's that's the key. Uh, you know, unfortunately, we haven't had, you know, a really, really good spring. Uh, we haven't had any spring, actually. And uh, But Colin and his crew are doing a fantastic team out there. We've added three new mowers, um, fairway mowers, which uh, we've seen an, in, an improvement in the fairways, which is fantastic. Uh, we have some new rollers, um, two new bunker rakes. Um, bunker Dave uh, is, is doing a great job out there so um, you know we, we are um, making improvements to the facility to the golf course uh, to, to make the golf course that much better uh, for our members day in and day out now our aeration was kind of uh messed up a little bit in the spring how are you going to handle that over the summer well that's a great question you know if, if i had the job of a forecaster where i could be wrong as much as they are uh and still keep my job that would be fantastic uh we had a couple of weeks there where we had um forecasted a lot of heavy rain and when when there is heavy rain we can't we can't do the aeration process the the sand won't dry out um really kind of crappy is that it didn't rain when it was forecasted mm-hmm. but we do have to plan for that uh so what we're going to do through the season is we're going to on our maintenance Mondays, we're going to do a lot of deep tines, a lot of top dressing, and it's it's kind of a, a good kind of case study for us. Uh, we haven't gone through a spring where we couldn't do a full aeration and pull the plugs, so um, we'll see what this what this season looks like after we go through the season and assess the turf health and and see, hey, you know, maybe this is something we do every five years, or maybe this is something we do every second year, or maybe we don't do it at all again because the turf didn't come ver- back very strong. Now with the deep tining. It heals pretty quickly too, right? It does. They're smaller holes. We're not taking any sand out. Uh, it pushes everything down. We fill it up with a little bit of tops, uh, top sand and um, top dressing. And, and if it's warm out and grows quick, it's you don't even notice it within a couple of days. Now, we are going to get good weather at some point, and we're taking the risk of opening the patio right now. But as you look at the patio, some fantastic improvements to it. That's right. We've got new umbrellas out there. We've got new chairs, new heat lamps, new uh, fire tables. Uh, we're really excited about patio season, and, and hopefully we can get some sun and above 20 degrees out there. Um, you know, one of the areas that we are still struggling with is, is our kitchen team is, is still short-staffed. Uh, you know, if we were to open for breakfast um, right now, 
now we'd, we'd be four, four bodies short. So we're still not able to open for our full, our full hours. Um, and even during those hours, we're not able to see to 100% capacity. So if you do come in and you do notice that there are some tables that are vacant um, and you are on a waiting list, please understand that we are doing this based on a seats per hour. So our kitchen can only handle a number of bills per hour. So if there are open tables, it's because the kitchen is full um, of orders and we can't see it anymore or if we did seat more, then we just can't provide the service and your bill times could get out to an hour, hour and a half. And we don't want that. We want you to enjoy, we want you to enjoy the service. And, you know, one thing that we will look at through times is we will look at using the atrium as a seating area um, for you to have a beverage while you sit and wait for, for your table. And the interesting thing is with big events and, and, and all that sort of stuff, we're going to have to go to a limited menu. should watch social media and the Crown Isle app to, uh, to be aware of those types of things, right? Yeah, that's right. You, you know, tomorrow is a classic example of that. With truck loggers, uh, we have a 240-person outside dinner, um, and the team is, is doing a great job just to execute that. Um, but in light of that, we do have to have a limited menu in the timber room, um, no prime rib. And we'll do our best. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen it on on the um, Friday newsletters uh, and as Marie had mentioned we'll, we'll do it through the apps and through social media we'll do our best to let you know when those limited menus are, are going to be out there now the men's and ladies clubs are really an important part of the fabric here at uh, Crown Isle right and and I think it's important for you to mention why people should participate right yeah, it's an extremely important part of the fabric, and and you know even to the point where Crown Isle, um, as an organization, has has teamed and partnered with uh, the men's and ladies club by offering um, more funding than than they've ever seen, um, and this is to really encourage um, the excellence of those events and really take those events to the next level. And you know part of having strong events at a club is 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 part of having a strong club. So we really encourage, you know, our men's and ladies club to participate in those events. They're great events, they're great food, great prizes, great fun, and and great value. So, you know, we've got a, a, a quite a slate in front of us. You know, we've got Flag Day on July 1st. Um, we have the Mixed Club Championship on August 7th. We have the Championship Weekend, which is going to be incredible this year, which is August 12th to the 14th. Uh, the Young and the Old, September 24th. Uh, the Ladies' Final Day, September 27th. And then closing out the season with the Men's Closing and AGM on October 22nd. So all of these are on in the newsletter. Uh, we'll send out information. Uh, registration is easy through Golf Genius. And it doesn't matter whether you're a scratch handicap or have won the club championship or you're a 25 handicap for men's and ladies club events. You have a chance to win a prize. That's how golf works. It's called a net game. And, and you can win prizes and you can have a great time and get to meet other people in the club, right? Exactly. And, you know, meeting other people, the social aspect of, of it is huge. And, you know, we've we've gone the way of, and, and most golf tournaments have gone the way of not necessarily just uh, providing prizes to the best players. Um, you know, we have so many prizes for the events and they're spread out. So yeah, most of the field are going to get a prize of one sort or another. Yeah. And having experienced the men's club stuff, it's absolutely fun and you play with different people and, and uh, I'd highly recommend it. It's really, really a, a great uh, slate of events. Now, junior golf, I mean, 
everybody talks about growing the game and and that sort of thing, but it's so important, isn't it, Bill? It's extremely important, and you know that's one of the things that we pride ourselves here at, at Crown Isle, and and we we've done it through the park the last few years, where we've we've grown the uh, the Monday night at the park, which is which participation has been fantastic. Um, we're excited to announce this year that we're actually moving into a junior golf league at Crown Isle on Wednesdays uh, Wednesday afternoons four o'clock. Um, there's going to be a a, a number of different prizes from nightly prizes to annual points races. It's going to be a little bit more of a competitive league um, for those players who like to play in the zone six events or the provincial mm-hmm. events and, and get them prepped for those events while they're playing their home club and, and playing with their friends. Um, and just again, you know, bringing them to the golf course where they can spend, I still remember as a junior myself, uh, I spent the entire summer. My parents would drop me off in the morning at daylight, and I, I still remember in Port Alberni, I'd, there there was logs in the parking lot, and I, I'd be sitting there. It's pitch black, and it's like, okay, time to call you know call mom to come pick me up, and and you know those are those are the great parts of being a junior golfer at a club, and and uh, you know we just want to bring that experience to the to the juniors here at Crown Isle. Yeah, I know my son Max is all over that league, and then he has learned so much from all kinds of different members by working here and then just practicing and people uh, being very sharing and caring about him. So really think that uh, Crown Isle does a great job with juniors. Yeah, and you know, we have a few um, ladies uh, and, and gentlemen that, that are, are key uh, to helping us with that too. Like just the other day I'm, I was having dinner and, and looking out the window and uh, saw there was Jeb Stevens out there with, with three of the kids, right, playing. And, and uh, you know, we have uh, Dee Horry, who's very active in, in, the, in the younger uh, juniors, uh, girls uh, program. Um, and so we have, you know, we're unique in, in some clubs are a little bit, they don't necessarily want the juniors around. We're unique in that we have a great membership that, uh, that embraces that program. Yeah, no doubt. Well, Bill, uh, absolute pleasure talking today. I think you've uh, covered a lot of great information, as usual. Um, that is the most important part, the why behind the what, of letting people know what's going on here at Crown Isle. And thanks a lot for talking to me. My pleasure. Thank you, Murray. The Crowncast is available on crownisle.com and through Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe today so you don't miss an episode.